compassion, trust, courage, innovation. The values of Temecula Valley Hospital. We proudly present TVH Doc Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Kidney stones are one of the more common disorders of the urinary tract. Each year in the United States, according to the National Kidney Foundation, more than 300,000 people go to emergency rooms for kidney stone problems. My guest today is Dr. Ben Larson. He's a urologist and a member of the medical staff at Temecula Valley Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Larson. People have been hearing about kidney stones for years. What are they? Kidney stones are crystals formed from the urine. Uh, they're composed of a number of different things. and uh, mostly happen um, when the concentration of urine is so dense that these crystals come out of their solution and form. They start very small, and then they grow to be larger uh, and they sit in the kidney, and they don't cause any problems there unless they start to pass through the urinary system, and they can cause blockage, and associated with that is pain and other symptoms. So who's the most common person to get kidney stones? Who's at risk? Unfortunately, everyone is at risk, uh, especially in warm weather where people don't drink enough water, uh, and dehydration uh, can lead to uh, these stones forming, and unfortunately it can affect anyone who doesn't drink enough water. I treat anyone from uh, young kids to elderly patients. And so tell us a little bit about the different types. Are there different types of kidney stones? There are a few types of kidney stones. The most common uh, is composed of calcium and a component uh, called oxalate, which is found in many foods that we all love to eat. Um, otherwise, there are other stones. Some are people have a genetic disposition to make. These are more rare. Um, other stones are made because of a urinary tract infection, and the bacteria cause certain elements in the urine to uh, form stones. Um, and other things can be, uh, other stones are formed based on certain dietary issues uh, or foods that people may overeat. So, Dr. Larson, what are some of the symptoms? Is it just intense pain? What would someone feel that would signal that they need to get to a doctor to see someone about a kidney stone? The symptoms of a kidney stone can vary depending on the location of the stone. Uh, the kidneys are located in our back, high up behind the bottom ribs that you may feel in your back. Usually pain starts in this area as a dull, aching pain and then radiates around the front down towards the groin. And anywhere along that path, the pain can be, in, uh, can be felt. The pain can cause nausea, uh, people to throw up. And as the stone passes lower and lower and gets even closer to the bladder, it may cause pain or symptoms like a urinary tract infection, which means they have to go to the bathroom all the time and it may uh, burn or hurt when they urinate. And men often will also feel the pain down into their groin or in their genitals also. Are there any risks or complications to not treating the stone and just letting it go? There are. Very small stones may pass on their own, uh, and patients may be able to deal with that without coming to the emergency room. But if stones get stuck in the urinary tract, they can cause pressure to build on that kidney, such as if you pinched a hose in a cartoon and the back pressure built up. That pressure can cause, even per can cause permanent damage to the kidney and loss of function of that kidney. What also can happen is bacteria can build up behind the kidney and not get flushed out as it normally does, and a severe infection uh, and even more complicated um, infections to the whole body can develop if kidney stones aren't treated. So then how do you treat a kidney stone, doctor? Well, there's a number of options to treat kidney stones. The first, and they're all based on 
uh, the size and location of the stone. If the stone is relatively small, we may just give supportive medications uh, that usually will help the stones pass on their own. Um, that's called medical expulsive therapy. That's usually limited to stones about five millimeters or smaller. Um, after that, there is a shockwave machine uh, that is done in usually surgery or at least with uh, some sedation where a machine is put up against your side or your belly and the stone is located with x-ray and shockwaves are sent in through the body to cause the stone to break into smaller pieces that are then able to be passed. Another option is to pass a small scope or camera in through the urinary tract up to the stone and then using a very small laser fiber to fragment the stone into smaller pieces and then to remove those fragments with a small basket and thus removing them from the body. Larger stones that are in the kidney and are are significant in size sometimes require us to do a surgery where we place a small tube in through the back into the kidney and through that can pass a larger instrument um, to break up and remove larger stones. That procedure usually requires a, a night or two in the hospital where other treatments are uh, most likely to go home the same day. So if you've had one stone before, does that make you more susceptible to more in the future? It does, typically, um, because something has gone wrong in your metabolism or in your habits of drinking water um, or in your diet that has uh, promoted that stone to form. Um, it's not an absolute necessary, but you are more at risk and, and should be evaluated or at least know the risks and how to avoid them. So what do you like to tell people as a way to prevent kidney stones? I usually tell my patients, water, 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 water. And then I repeat that several more times. About 80% of what you need to do to help prevent a kidney stone is drinking enough water to keep your urine dilute and, av and avoid the stones uh, forming. Other things that can be done uh, are watching your diet. Uh, you would think that you would want to avoid calcium since that is what most stones are made out of, but that's actually not true. You should have a normal calcium intake. Elderly patients should continue calcium supplements if they're taking them. The real things to av avoid may be salt. Uh, if stones are formed with oxalate, uh, we give patients a list of dietary foods that uh, have oxalate in them to avoid or at least to be aware of. Um, and other things that have been shown in studies to promote stones as animal proteins or meats um, are also something good to avoid, at least or to have in moderation. What great information. And Dr. Larson, why should patients come to Temecula Valley Hospital for their care? At Temecula Valley Hospital, they have an attentive emergency room that will, can quickly evaluate uh, patient stones or patient's pain and find out if stones are present. That's typically done with a CT scan uh, and then... Uh, access to experts is readily available, uh, like myself, to uh, diagnose and, and determine the best treatment modality, all of which are available uh, at Temecula Valley Hospital uh, and can be done in a timely fashion to, to get patients treated from their stones and on the path for preventing them in the future. Thank you so much, Dr. Larson, for being with us today. You're listening to TVH Doc Talk. And for more information, you can go to TemeculaValleyHospital.com. That's TemeculaValleyHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Temecula Valley Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.